0: Hey everyone, I'm here with a quick snippet of one of our Diaries Plus episodes. It's actually a live show, I'm pretty psyched about it. It's good to do that again, it's been a hot second. A very special thank you to everyone who's already become a member of Diaries Plus. You are powering this show and it's made an immediate difference. Thank you. For those of you who aren't, We are offering gift memberships for the holidays. So if there is someone in your life who loves this show, that stays connected to the outdoors and this community, and it helps them dream big and get out the door, please consider making a gift of a Diaries Plus membership. You support the show, you give a gift, nothing ends up in the landfill. Win-win. Seriously. visit the link in our show notes. Check it out. All right. So last week, I sat down with my friend Graham Zimmerman Alpinist, Labradoodle lover, climate activist, for Live Dirtbag Diaries. You may remember Graham from our 2019 show we did with him and Steve Swenson about their friendship and incredible ascent of one of the world's last great unclimbed peaks, Linksar, in Pakistan's Karakoram. Graham has been super busy since. He's poured his heart into climate activism after witnessing its impacts firsthand in the world's great ranges. And he's also had time to reflect on his incredible climbing career during the process of writing his newly released memoir, A Fine Line. In the sometimes overly macho, deeply risky pursuit of cutting edge roots in the mountains, his book offers a very welcome counterpoint to it all. As he puts it, the longer you live, the more climbing you get to do. I sat down for a and a in front of a live audience at the Mountaineers here in Seattle to talk about climbing, life, those we've lost, and hope. Listen to our whole show over at the Dirtbag Diaries Plus. I'm Fitz Cahal, let's dive in. know it's funny through through the years I feel like I would get asked by people why like why climb why you know ski mountaineer why do these types of activities in the outdoors and anytime someone would ask me that question I'd say note self this person dislikes fun I probably (laughs) like I'm kind of like okay check I don't need to hang out with that person yeah (laughs) really like is it that confusing like um it's just very joy, I mean, climbing to me is a very joyous thing. Um, and it looks very different for me these days than it did 20 years ago. Um, and, like, I kind of suck at it now, but I still have a lot of fun. And it's undeniable that you and I have both aged. Um, and I guess we probably have both had to ask ourselves that question again of, like, why? Why? And
1: I'm curious how you're answering that question these days. Well, I'd love to start by sharing that I actually don't like. You say you loved it when you got into it. I actually don't really remember loving it when I got into it. You might to well start there. Yeah. Like I, it's really funny for me. It was like this thing when I was writing the book where there was this. It was like, okay, let's like write a, write about why I got into climbing. And I was like writing about these early experiences. Like, oh yeah, we were up on Mount Adams, and I was cold and scared and sunburned and hungry and pretty unhappy and oh my god why did I keep doing this for my like entire life why how did this turn into like what I I love and um and and digging into that was 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 one of the most fun parts of writing this book like being in the mountains is is incredible for so many reasons climbing is such a like incredible, beautiful, lovely thing to do, but it's like kind of scary. And sometimes like you don't have enough snacks and sometimes you don't sleep enough. And like, <laughs> and uh, sometimes there's not, there's not enough gear or whatever. And um, and it was really interesting to dig into that. And that's like one of the big kind of like explorations of, of the book. And I won't dig too far into that, but I'll just say that it was this thing that as like growing up as, you know, a pretty comfortable middle-aged white kid in North Seattle, um, I didn't, I didn't have anything in my life that challenged me the way that the mountains did. I didn't have anything that gave me as much agency and decision-making as the mountains did. I didn't have anything that like, literally put my life in my hands like in the same way the mountain climbing did. And, and all of those things really challenged me to be better, to do better, to be a better person. And when I think about why I go to the mountains now and why I continue to pursue this. I I love who the mountains have made me, and I love how, how they have sculpted me as a person, how they have taught me really hard lessons, how they have shown me what I am capable of, and they've also shown me my limits. They've taught me about partnership. They've taught me about trying hard. They've taught me about, like, going back to problems over and over again and, like, figuring them out whether that's a local boulder or that's, you know, a giant peak in the Karakoram. And, uh, and they've really shown me how to do big, hard things. And we have a lot of big, hard things that we need to deal with in the world around us. And that's turned into a lot of my work these days, Is like, taking or, like, working, working on taking some of those things on. And I oftentimes go back to the mountains to like remind myself that that is something that like we can totally do. And the way that we do it is with dialed partnership, strategic thinking and a lot of preparation and looking for the right opportunities to actually get the work done. And it's like kind of the same thing. It's like that's the same in the climate conversation and the social justice conversation and what it takes to get up, you know, a big steep hill in the mountains. It's, like the, the kind of individual like, building blocks are the same, and it's just such a constant reminder of like how, how we do that. And I go, go out there, and I learn about myself, and I come back, and I apply those lessons, and I just keep, keep that cycle moving forward.
0: Thank you, Graham. That's been awesome. You're welcome, Fitz. Yeah. Yeah. To hear the full episode, subscribe to Diaries Plus. With the subscription, you'll gain access to other exclusive episodes, ad-free content, and more Type 2 fun. Plus, you get to support the future of the show. There's a link in the show notes, or you can head to dirtbagdiaries.com backslash plus to subscribe. As always, thanks for listening.